The war on wallabies is ramping up with an almost 50-kilometre exclusion fence going up in South Canterbury. They may look furry and cute, but these Aussie visitors are destructive pests that have been spreading outside the current containment zone. So the goal is to lock them down and protect the Mackenzie Basin from a full-scale invasion. Wallaby Programme leader Brent Glentworth joins me now. Hi, Brent. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm very well. Tell me about this fence, please. Yeah, so as your introduction just said, it's it's part of our containment area in Canterbury for um, our wallaby containment area. The Most of that containment area, which runs from the Waitaki River up through the Waitaki Aviemore Lake system, up Benmore, up the Tikapo River, up Lake Tikapo, Macaulay River, over the Two Thumb Range and down the Rangitata, has really secure geographic boundaries, mainly those rivers and high alpine um, ridgelines. But that section, uh, 48 kilometres from Lake Tikipo down to uh, the top of Lake Benmore, which is adjacent to the Tikipo River, is less secure, and that's why this fence is required. These guys are tricky little suckers, aren't they? So what kind of fencing is it? Yeah, it's contrary to what most people think. Bennett's wallaby, the wallaby we have in South Canterbury, they don't really jump stock fences. They um, they're in a Tasmanian wallaby, uh, and this fence is only 1.3 metres high. Uh, it's made from wallaby exclusion netting, which is produced in Australia. They they've developed it for excluding wallabies. So, so Brent, um, is that to stop them squeezing through the wire? Yeah, uh, well, it is. It's it's got. A, you know, a number of horizontal and vertical wires, just like a normal netting fence, but it's also got a 300mm apron, Lisa, that folds down against the ground and is screwed into the ground with uh, terrapins. So Bennett's um, would normally try and passively move along a fence, looking for a depression to get underneath or try and slide through between the wires. Um, they rarely jump um, a fence of 1.3 metres high anyway. So how long is it going to take to put this up and what will the cost be? So we're hoping that it would be finished in around three years, doing it in incremental stages. This is part of the Tipamotoro National Wallaby Eradication Program, which is um, funded through um, New Zealand Biosecurity. Uh, so we hope to install it in instalments. And this year we're looking at 15 kilometres. Um, we hope to start shortly and... Um, we hope to finish that first 15 kilometres in early July. How many of these things do you think are wombling around down there? Well, that, that containment area, um, it, as I mentioned it, uh, previously, it, it's um, there's thousands of wallaby, if not millions of wallaby, actually, inside that containment area. They've gradually increased over the last 30 years and they've put pressure on that containment border and they've spread through to the western Mackenzie um, through up to Tamanahuna-Yaraki, um, another management unit, and also to the South Bank of the Waitaki. So since um, the Wallaby Board uh, was disbanded in '92, we've had around 2,500 Wallaby reports outside of that dedicated containment area. But and of those, we've, we've managed to catch up with 1,759 at present. So, Brent, what is the fear for the Mackenzie Basin if they do sort of swarm their way in? Well, they're just another um, herbivore uh, threat to both production farming and to biosecurity. Um, 
three wallaby equate to a stock unit in terms of uh, dry matter consumption. And so anything Sorry, stocky. Brent, you mean wallaby. you mean three wallabies eat as much as a cow, or no? A, a stock unit's a ewe equivalent, so one sheep. Okay. Yep. And uh, so there's a dietary overlap with all stock. Though. You know, they do hit all, all, you know, plant green feed that's there for cattle and stuff like that as well. But um, in terms of bio um, uh, threats to biodiversity. Um, any regenerating native bush seedling that is in wallaby reach, um, you know, pursuit of panics, um, some broadleaf, uh, even some of the mountain herbs that they'll take and um, change that species composition. We're almost out of time, but I'm curious. I know that the likes of Kaimanawa horses, they're using, in essence, birth control to get the population down. Can you use anything like that for the wallaby? No, I'm afraid we can't. There has been trials before with um, another marsupial in New Zealand, Australian, possum, uh, where they tried um, immunocontraception or contraceptives, but it's you need to bait those animals repeatedly with the contraceptive. Um, so it's not really applicable. In that containment area uh, where we have um, huge populations, it's, it's a vast area, 900,000 hectares. It's, it's 14 times larger than the surface of Lake Te- um, Tepo. Really appreciate your time, Brent. That's Brent Glentworth, who's the Wallaby Program leader there. They're going to eventually have a 50-kilometre fence there to keep those little furry suckers contained. Um, the fear is that they'll get more, more of them into the Mackenzie Basin and do damage. Big eaters, he was saying.